Hello and welcome to the Ministry Geek. I'm Richard F. And I'm Richard S. So Richard, it's episode 9. What have you been geeking out on? Well, to be honest with you, this is a bit of a strange one, I have to admit. Um, but the thing that's really been going around in my head, I mean, do you read The Register, the, the website The Register? Uh, occasionally, okay, yeah. They've got, a, they've got a thing for really good headlines. And the thing that's, that's got me going at the moment is the... They refer to the iPhone as the Apple Fondle Slab. And I just I just love that. And it just keeps going around in my head, the Apple Fondle Slab. Right. Because uh, people do. They want to they touch, touch those it, phones. Yeah. They just can't help themselves. But I, that, that's kind of like every phone nowadays, right? The, the fondable, fond, fondable, touchable. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So why is Apple getting the jip for this? This is not an Apple show, by the way. No, well, I just I just think there's something particularly tactile about the the iPhone. I mean, there must be a reason they stuck glass on the back. Maybe it's because it's kind of slippery when you hold onto it. Yeah, you know? mm, well, it is a bit of a slab. Hey, have you seen that um, PSP phone? Oh, look! I mean, that's just crazy. Isn't oh, it? that it's a winner. You, it's you, a winner. <laughs> well, it's, you know, Sony are big in the market in yeah. terms of of no they're phone, not really. Your phone. No. They're big in the market for PSPs. I think. I think they've got the market um, cornered in terms of PSP games. Gaming, yeah. Yeah, they do. And they do. And they keep trying to reinvent the device. Because it was one of the, I don't know about you, but I really felt that when the PSP came out, I thought, oh, Sony are going to own this market. Yeah. You know, they're going to completely erase Nintendo, and Nintendo won't know what hit them. Yeah. And then Nintendo came back with the DS, which was much more playable. Yeah. Graphics were rubbish. And then they repeated that with the Wii. Uh, you know, oh, hey, but they're still popular. You've got a Wii. Oh, hugely my, popular. My no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, hugely yeah, popular. Yeah. Sony, you know, on the, on the surface, appeared to do everything right. But yeah. just... And, and they, they mess up all the time, oh, don't they? Yeah. And the PSP Go, I mean, that was the latest incan- incarnation. Was there a PSP of... 2000 as well? Yes, there was. Yeah, yeah. re, re yeah. something. I don't know. I mean, this this whole idea of gaming platform and phone is pretty retarded, oh, don't you? No, it'll never take it's off. It's never going to take off, is it? No. <laughs> and it's doubtlessly got an app store. Yeah, I mean, no. those things aren't very popular. Actually, I know, it is kind of interesting that they've waited this long to do something like that. And well, I guess what struck me when I saw it is it just looks but ugly. It actually looks really, really badly designed. I thought it was just a hoax. And it could still be a hoax. You don't yeah. know. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, it does look like a PSP, and you're going to look really stupid pressing that against the side <laughs> of your head, aren't you, really? You'll put the D-pad controller into your ear. And, uh, yeah. You're almost inviting people to come up and say, to you, hey, dude, that, that's not a phone. You know yeah. that, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, in fact, it is. <laughs> Talking about Sony, Richard, um, I was watching uh, one of my all-time favourite films on the week of my children. Uh, I'm inclined to do this to make them sort of relive my my childhood with me and we're watching Back to the Future and in that there's a little scene where um, near the beginning where Marty McFly gets on this little skateboard and he, you see him basically start playing a, well put, puts in a little audio cassette into his Sony Walkman cool. and it just took me way back you know I actually had a Sony Walkman but um, it was only last week or a couple of weeks ago that Sony retired the Walkman uh, which actually have they been making the Walkman <laughs> recently I don't know what do you you know when you retire it or, or put it to bed it sort of sounds like it's actually been a vibrant part of the um, the ecosystem and I don't actually well I guess it's the same yeah. as you know in some ways it's the same as those people you know they still sell turntables and it's not just for uh, yeah. audio enthusiasts it's yeah. for people who are like I've got records that I want to play so, so maybe yeah. it was just people who had like a really awesome tape collection <laughs> uh, couldn't work out how yeah. to convert those to MP3s yeah. or didn't own a computer and just the, I, there was enough demand there I've been in Harvey Norman and uh, Noel Lemmy's recently Dick Smith, yeah. Duck Smith, Duck Smith, yeah. and I can't recall ever seeing a Walkman type device list for the last ten years. Yeah. So unless it's crazy Japanese people, well, oh, maybe, or maybe yeah. it's bought online. Oh, it could yeah. actually be in Africa. Maybe, maybe they're still listening to tapes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The other thing I saw in there, I think they had a <clears throat> a JVC video camera, and it, you know, 
I mean, it would have been quite shoulder mounted. Shoulder exactly. Yeah. You know, he's got this sort of camera thing, and it's the size of what you know. I guess these broadcast, um, you know, camera people use out in the field, and it was just crazy. It's like, man, you know, we've come such a long way that now I've got. Well, in fact, I've got a HD camera on my phone, and the cameras back then were all being standard definition. You're quite familiar with standard definition, aren't you, Richard? I, I prefer standard <laughs> definition, actually, which is why my videos from the 80s are, are, right. are as good as... You, st- uh, you still got videotape? You still got video? I've still got videotape, yeah. I, I have a video player. It's in the garage. I kind of made a choice, I think, l- late last year to basically rid myself of that. I didn't. I wanted to go completely digital. said to my kids, sorry, uh, those favourite videos you have never going to watch them again and I, I think I ditched all the videotapes to, either took them to the dump um, or gave them to the Salvation Army wow they're so, they truly blessed to get that gift from I, you I tell you what there's a large well not black market there's a large secondary market for videotapes really and, so do you yeah. think Sony are going to stop making videotape players soon Maybe do, another do 20 they, years do they actually make videotapes they do, they do. you're kidding me no. does anyone yeah, JVC probably still do you can remember when you could buy those videotape players that also had, you know, when it was the DVD transition? Yeah. And people had those crazy DVD plus videotape things. Uh, yeah, no. So you've still the got videotape? Th- yeah, so. absolutely. Oh. absolutely. The, other thing, the other thing that was in Back to the Future was, of course, nuclear-powered cars, uh, oh, which, which yeah. really hasn't come to fruition. <laughs> no, um, thank goodness. Actually. I was actually reading a very interesting, slightly, slightly off-topic uh, article about how Chrysler, uh, back in the 60s, wanted to build a jet-powered car. Um, yeah. In particular, a gas turbine-powered car. And what I thought was really interesting about this was they did a lot of tests um, to determine what would happen to the gas turbine in the event of failure, because obviously gas turbine spins at very, very high speeds. Yeah. Um, and if Could the blades come off, it's, yeah. it's relatively dangerous. Yeah. And um, certainly the, the people that are doing the experiments um, did have one occasion where the blades came off and the top came off the container they were testing in, and apparently the nurse had to spend some time picking bits out of their forehead. Holy! Yeah. But they, apparently, they, the good thing, yeah. the good thing about gas turbine is it'll burn just about anything. So rather than being highly dependent on petrol, right. the argument of the article was that if we Throw fill in a gas turbine, yeah. we can, you know, we could burn ethane, methane, whatever, you, yeah. whatever if you want in there. So. You use an old um, frying oil oh, that in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll Imagine that, putting an afterburner on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's, I think it'd be quite hard to make it street legal. But then let's ask ourselves the question: yeah. is, is is the petrol car around for much longer? A week? Would you buy an electric car? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, my diesel, I always thought, would be the last fossil fuel car that I'd ever own. But uh, I was actually hoping that I wouldn't ever have to buy another car ever again anyway. You know, because by that time I'd be using a jetpack. Right. Transport. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe, maybe. I'd, maybe I'd, yeah. sometimes you just need that interim step between... You um, think so? Yeah, I think I, so. I, I really like to, um, you know, skip those kinds of transitional steps. Because I also think that there's not a lot of work's been done in, in making jetpacks family-friendly in terms of transporting your kids and your luggage <laughs> and stuff. Uh, true. You know, I, I, I'd need to actually be able to transport five, uh, five people, two adults, three children. So, of course, I could get a jetpack for each, each person. That's probably not very fuel-efficient, though. Yeah, yeah. and true. I am so, concerned about the environment, Richard. Oh, of course deeply, you are. Deeply yeah, concerned about the environment. So what, what I kind of wonder about electric cars, and, and, and nobody's really explained this to me, is that where does all the electricity come from? Because uh, I mean, you know, batteries. Yeah, <laughs> a lot but of batteries. <laughs> you mean like a like a MacBook Air? No. Um, yeah. So the but but in terms of the. Um, uh, in terms of the electricity to, to power well, the cars, well, yeah. to generate the grid. I mean, are we just going to burn the fossil, fossil fuel fuels, somewhere yeah. else? But I think I've heard it argued that the burning of the fossil fuels for power generation 
is more efficient than burning it for directly powering your drivetrain. And that includes all the loss of you know, yeah. energy as it transmits around the country. Yeah. Loss yeah, of well, energy and the transfers there, of the battery. Are, well, there's nuclear reactors. Yeah. So, um, you know, fission at the moment, but we could move to fusion. Thorium reactors. I've I'm not, read, I'm not read, sure. Sorry, sorry. Just to back back the truck yeah, up a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that it's, a, it's just a simple upgrade, actually. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, by all it, accounts, yeah. it's it's relatively complicated physics. Uh, yeah, it's all you know, rocket science to me. Uh, well, no, you know, they did the A bomb and then they did the H bomb. You know, it's a few letters difference. Uh, it's kind of surprising that it's taken us so long to actually, um, I guess, generate actual usable. You know, energy for homes. That's true. Fusion. I mean, hydrogen. I mean, it's the basis of fuel cells. I mean, yeah. So if you can't make fuel cells work, then why don't we just go? Actually, I was watching a program yeah. there five, six, seven years ago, which was talking about how fuel cells were going to take on over. On your videotapes. On one of my videotapes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, and sorry, you said they were going to. Yeah. You know, again, they were sort of saying, you know, just wait a little bit longer, and you know, you'll see fuel yeah. cells. I and mean, yeah. we're still, we're still kind of waiting. Well, no, no. Um, they have been working on those fuel cells that can do things like power laptops and phones and things. You know, using I think ethanol. Apparently they're very efficient, but uh, they're probably not good to use on airplanes and things like that for yeah. you know, terrorist reasons and crazy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with batteries. Batteries um, seem to have pretty good uh, life nowadays, especially those sort of energizer ones and things. Um, hey, now following on from the the death of Walkman, I I did hear recently that Oracle was going to retire Open Solaris. I know you'd be quite concerned about this. Being a Solaris fan from way back. I have, you know, one of the funniest things. I mean, Solaris, you know, great operating system. Great. Um, yeah, and the open, the open source version, yeah. you know, pretty much the same. <laughs> um, what, what used to make me really laugh, I mean, obviously they've acquired this by the purchase of Sun, but when I went yeah. to a Sun developer day maybe two years ago, they were, as part of their usual drum beating, they, they were trying to say, you know, you should use Solaris and open Solaris. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and all the people, the, the guys from Sun, they were demonstrating it. They were, they demonstrate, each one of them demonstrated it on a virtual machine on a Mac. You're kidding me? No. Uh, was it a Mac so running of, Windows? None of, them, none of them had. It actually installed as their main operating system, despite telling us, the developers, that that would be a good idea. It's because it's rubbish, really. Well, isn't it? <laughs> well yeah. at the end of the day, you've got a community of, what, five, six developers behind it, you know, and, yeah. and maybe twice that much actually using it. And oh, I think the Open Solaris community is probably a lot larger than that globally. Oh, globally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like you know, 20, open, <laughs> open source. Thing. I actually looked at uh, installing it once because I wanted to install a ZFS... Um, SAN or NAS type yeah. thing and just never got around to it um, I think I used free NAS instead and that was a lot easier I uh, think uh, I think any product that came from Sun that starts with Open is, is going yeah. to be dead soon yeah uh, another thing that apparently is um, nearing its end is Moore's Law which I'm frightened about personally because you know we depend on Moore's Law uh, for faster computers every sort of every other year I guess so they've, they've been, been saying that for a while. They've been saying it for a long time. And yeah. you know, if you keep saying it, eventually you will be right, I guess. Mm. At the end of the day, there's only so many cores that you could possibly add to a, a processor yeah, to, before it doesn't become do particularly anything. useful. Well, yeah, I guess it's occurred to me looking at this um, you know, recent MacBook Air that's been released. And I, I haven't actually touched one, and I'm, I'm vaguely interested uh, Another but, Apple fondle slab. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this one with keys. So with it's keys. Got, oh, um, something tactile. Tactile, very yeah. tactile. It's ribbed. Um, what, I, what I'm particularly <laughs> interested in, though, was that all these reviews about it said how well it performed. And it's got a, you know, a really wimpy processor, a 1.4 gigahertz processor. I guess when I saw the specs, I thought, oh, no. 
you know, this thing's going to be crippled. But um, I.O. seems to have been the gating factor, and they've got, you know, I guess an SSD flash memory soldered onto the, or plugged into the motherboard directly. And the thing runs actually very well. I'm thinking, gosh, how are we being, like, oversold uh, CPU power by people like Intel? I mean, you know, do you think it's in their interest to sell us faster processors than we actually need? No, I don't think so. I, th- I think they'd be quite happy if we stopped buying uh, right. processes Right, and not tomorrow. upgrading, eh? Yeah. Hey, look, um, you, know, I, you know, we've talked about the, the uh, laptop that I run um, a while ago, and it's it's also got a 1.3 gigahertz processor. Is, this, want... is this the laptop with the Seagate Momentus XT it is. hybrid yes, drive? That's right, exactly. Right, right. So, um, which is a ridiculous drive to have in it, I might add it. But, yeah. but you know, it, it, it performs really, you know, it's very, very snappy, and, and as some listeners may remember, I also right. have another... Uh, oh, fast one. Quad core, yeah, quad- I don't know, 1.8. It's a Core gigahertz, i7. Yeah. Core i7. Um, and to be honest with you, the 1.3 is any amount for what I do, and that includes software development. Um, really? Yeah, you run like an IDE on that I, thing? Yeah, easily. Easily. Really? An IDE, yeah, yeah, a database, and stuff. the whole lot's on there. Right. I just don't think we need these super, super fast, or all these well, yeah. the number of cores that... And, and I'm not just talking about the fact that the software today maybe isn't multi-threaded and therefore isn't making use of them quite as much as they could. I think even if they solve that problem, I'm just not sure that we need that much grunt. grunt. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually made me think that uh, the sort of arms race in CPU power is really being, um, you know, overwrought, and it's very much a marketing thing. I guess we always always knew that, but this has really highlighted it for me. And I think the next machine I get is going to be an Atom-based one. You know, right. a one gigahertz tops is probably all I need. To, to remind yourself that maybe maybe Moore's law hasn't quite run out. Now, for those of you that noticed that the previous sentence actually got clipped, that was because during our discussion of how computing power isn't necessary and how maybe the machines we've got are all that we could possibly ever need. Yeah, and no, I might just need an atom processor. And you might just machine. need an atom processor. Uh, the was it a dual core? Yeah, dual core, two point eight gigahertz uh, Mac. Mac just said it was out of resources and not very happy and couldn't possibly <laughs> save. The audio recording that we were, and it was actually the second time it had warned yeah. us that it was very unhappy. So a system uh, restart kind of hopefully has sorted that out. But actually, we, when we were actually talking uh, prior to, to recording about this, how, you know, needing these CPUs, mm. we were saying that really it was just you know encoding media content that seemed to be <laughs> You're right. the that's, major driver that's right. of yeah. processing yeah. power. And you know, if you look at all the benchmarks. They're always forever going, oh, you know, encoding an H.264 oh, file. Yeah. MP3 Ooh, super fast. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, Photoshop stuff, recording podcasts. Oh, Photoshop. I mean, just yeah. getting Photoshop to start, start requires probably like five cores. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of cool if they did do the turbo just for that little startup process and then yeah, sort of exactly. went really exactly. slow. Hey, speaking of things that are dead, I mean, we've yeah. already talked about how the book is dead. Well, uh, and the, the, yes. the, the Kindle and the ebook is going to replace right. it. I noticed that Kindle this week announced that you can lend books uh, with their Kindle, ah. which so if I don't quite, have one, sounded quite. <laughs> How are you going well, to? You, yeah. you can just look at the bits, ones and zeros. <laughs> ones, uh, it cool. is, it is yeah. encrypted though. Yeah. Um, but the peculiar thing about this, um, and I didn't quite get to the bottom of this, but was essentially you can you can only lend it for a couple of weeks, right? And uh, like I'm a, a real slow book, reader, I'm like a real. Yeah. Oh, I'm a slow reader. I thought that wouldn't be enough for yeah. me either. Um, but real, book. but. Um, and so while you've got it, I can't read it, which makes sense, you know, pretending uh, to be a real okay, book. Okay, yes. Okay, but the, the really curious thing was you can only lend it once, ever. Right, ever, ever. <laughs> not, not just to me as a friend, no, no, but no, any, ever. ever. Yeah. That is retarded, I mean, yeah. stupid. Yeah. That is, uh, why do that? I mean, having these kind of 
analog constraints on digital media doesn't make sense, but I don't get it. What, what's the reasoning behind it, Richard? I, I, I personally, I think it's a marketeering thing. I think it's one of those things the engineering boffins probably said that's right. just stupid. We, we and the marketing books, people yeah. said, "Hey, look!" In the marketing, we can say we can do loan the same as the Barnes and Noble Nook or your library. Or your library. Imagine if your library constrained you. Well, they do have time limits, but if they constrained you to only borrowing a book, uh, lending a book once. Well, they do. I mean, uh, for example, the Wellington Library yeah. will lend you audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, and it will, only, it, won't lend you, it will lend you more than once. But interesting thing about digital format is, of course, you're, you're listening, you're listening, you're listening, and suddenly it runs out and, you know, it's gone. You don't have right. that option to just return it late and pay the money. Yeah. I don't no, like that. I don't like See, that. I, I'm used to, like, taking stuff back late. I mean, the library relies on me. To, <laughs> to, oh, know, well, to, to fund. Yeah, so, basically. Fund, the council itself. expects yeah. that you'll do that. Yeah, and digital yeah. content will just return itself, and so they're, you know, they're going to be short of money. Yeah. But on the upside, they won't need a, <laughs> they won't need a building. Sorry, end yeah. rent. That's yeah, okay. Hey, uh, you know how employers like Google like to do things for their employees? Uh, they like to have really nice restaurants and catering and stuff. Actually, I have to say, Google does actually have very good catering facilities. I was just reading the, uh, the other day that they, they have this concierge service called, um, well, it's from a company called TaskRabbit, where they'll do interesting things for their staff. Things like, you know, go pick up your dry cleaning. Uh, and one of the things that I saw there that they said they would do for you is uh, toy robot assembly, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> and I, I actually thought, well, if you work for Google and your employees are outsourcing toy robot assembly, then they probably don't belong uh, to work into Google. I mean, what... What kind of self-respecting geek would actually outsource that to somebody? Would you do that for your children? I don't think so. I think yeah. I think I want to do that myself. But you know, I don't think I would ever work for Google um, because Google's way uncool. I'd go and work for Facebook. <laughs> really? Okay. Everybody's uh, moving to Facebook. I, 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 uh, I'd I work mean, for Microsoft. Uh, actually, uh, Microsoft. Yeah, that cool. IBM. Good lunches. IBM. 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 Oracle. Oracle. Who would you not want to work for? Oracle. Oracle. Yeah, yeah. I, that's funny that you. On the say on that. the upside, you know, to take the famous example of you know. Um, yeah, the reason you dine in the Eiffel Tower is you don't have to look at it. Uh, the nice thing is if you if you worked for Oracle, you'd, you'd never be acquired by Oracle. That's true. You might have to use their products from time to time. Talking about toys. Yeah. Because we weren't. Um, a while ago we had the, that very esoteric discussion about what was better, a lightsaber or a sonic screwdriver. That's right. Right, okay. And then uh, you followed that we up. We both right? agreed, didn't we, that if in real life, yeah, the, we would both rather have a lightsaber, lightsaber just absolutely, for fun. For fun. Yeah. Though I think the, the father in me thinks that I should probably just go with the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. But you're right. But uh, you came back to me uh, probably a week or two after that, actually, and said, oh, but it's a little bit different if you considered what you'd rather have. Would you rather have a toy lightsaber or a toy sonic screwdriver? That's right, and this was yeah. prompted by the fact that that Think Geek had a uh, toy sonic screwdriver. Oh, that's I mean, right. lightsabers yes. have been around. Toy lightsabers have been, been around, around for a long oh, time. Oh, I've got heaps of them around this. Yeah, house. I mean, they still yeah. haven't really approached the real thing, have they? Oh. Uh, no. no, no. I've seen my sons tried chopping my arms off with them, and they don't actually do much except hurt. <laughs> um, and also, I, I do find this interesting with toy lightsabers is that we've bought a few which have that sort of noise and the vibrating thing, and you know, yeah. the <laughs> when you yeah. turn it on, and it. Eventually, that little mechanism dies. But I found that actually we don't need it because our voices are so much better for that anyway. That's right. And half the fun of wielding a toy lightsaber is doing that. Yeah. Uh, I presume you so, do so you've got two so, boys. Yeah. So you, yeah, you must be doing this all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, I, I would have gone sonic screwdriver. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, let me unscrew that nut, son. 
I don't actually know what you use so it's sorry <laughs> I think that says it all doesn't it really? like, I don't think I've ever seen Doctor Who actually unscrew something with a well, what's the sonic screwdriver for <laughs> it's for solving everything like I yeah. mean let's say for example Garage Band had seized up just again the, yeah. you would have just waved your sonic screwdriver yeah. and it would have just fixed itself right or you could have waved your lightsaber at it and it would have been quite yeah complete. well it, it's actually I've always wondered actually that sonic screwdriver since we had that conversation is I really didn't know what you used it for and it's actually not very appropriately named alright well why don't you go away and do some research and uh, we'll have this conversation again <laughs> okay well but you're the Doctor Who fan I don't think I should have to do this well that's why I'm saying you, yeah. you choose sonic screwdriver mm-hmm. um hey since you're a big sci-fi fan you must be pretty uh, upset that Caprica got cancelled Look, Do I, you even know what I'm talking about? I, I think that the reason that Caprica got cancelled, <laughs> yeah. apart from the fact that it's completely rubbish... Have you um, watched it then? No. Okay. Uh, it was right. probably because instead of watching it on TV and supporting advertisers, all the geeks just download it over the internet um, and watch it without advertisements, and then they wonder how the show gets made. You think so? I think so. Uh, I actually think it was just because it was a bit rubbish. Right. <laughs> so, you know, to support you on that, even though you haven't seen it, I have watched it, followed it. I really wanted it to work. Because um, hey, mm. that's a spin-off, isn't it? It is off Battlestar Galactica. Yes. And one of the things, totally off topic again, yeah. was that I was reminded of today, was the NCIS, which is America's number one dra- drama, I put that in inverted <laughs> quotes, <laughs> was actually a spin-off. Of Battlestar Galactica? Of Battlestar Galactica. You're kidding me. I am kidding you. Of, <laughs> of another program called JAG, but I think it's really oh, interesting. Because yeah. yeah. JAG was kind of a bit middle-of-the-road, mediocre. But they managed to create a program that's become America's number one, that's more, in quotes, drama. Right. <laughs> okay, that really was off topic because none of that's related to Battlestar Galactica. I uh, know, but... Uh, <laughs> Caprica being a spin-off. Spin-off, yeah. Which, unfortunately, was not uh, America's number one drama. No, because yeah. it was a bit... Yeah. They are do- uh, Actually, for those Battlestar Galactica fan- fans out there, they are doing another spin-off series called Blood and Chrome, which is about sort of Will Adama, the sort of early years when he... Um, learns how he, you know, can fight toasters. Did you watch that? You, you're a Battlestar Galactica fan, aren't you? I thought. I can we talk about Sonic Screwdrivers again? <laughs> no, I had a rumor that you were a BSG fan from. Look, I like the original. Uh, the, the I felt that the more recent uh, series was soap opera-ish and, frankly, quite boring. Uh, all right, okay, yeah. I mean, I have fondness for. I mean, the old I had one, to choose. I'd watch, like watch Star program. Wars. Huh? The old one was like a children's program, really. Yeah. When you go back to well, it, no, it was, it, it yeah. was, and so it was kind of um, plots were quite straightforward, but it was yeah. quite fun and it kind of moved along quite quickly. Yeah. Whereas I found all the political yada yada. It was a bit like watching Shortland Street in space. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Mm, okay. <laughs> that really can't even be commented on, Richard. <laughs> oh. Hey, just to finish off on a on a kind of a sci-fi thing, um, WikiLeaks. So you, as you, you're probably trying to figure yes. out the thing. WikiLeaks. You know how you know you can't keep anything secret nowadays because of WikiLeaks and internet rumors. The whole internet rumor kind of mill means that you never know about. Sorry, you never have any surprises anymore. I was thinking about this in terms of um, how implausible Star Wars actually is. How is it that they kept the Death Star secret? Did they not like have WikiLeaks in the Death Star universe? <laughs> and and I thought about it a little bit more. It's like why did they need to transport the plans? on a ship did they not have a freaking internet <laughs> i mean they got them in faster than light travel and yet they don't have a network that they can transmit these things they got to put it in a little droid and you know put that on a spaceship and in transporter frankly there's a few plot holes in star wars that are suddenly becoming apparent to me 
And um, it's, I, I think I've got to stop thinking about it, actually. But I think, what I do think you think? Just the fact that they didn't have a sonic screwdriver in the car. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, Artu has one of those. He's got... And go, I don't does. think I don't think given you know a couple of hundred years um, and a lot of reflection that there will ever be a Rhodes scholar or an Oxford scholar that studies Star Wars. Oh, I think you're you wrong, know, I Richard. Think the yeah. work, the the collected works of George Lucas <laughs> will forever just be one of those anachronisms of the the. I'm going to say the 20th century because yeah. frankly, yeah. the stuff after in the 21st is no. Worth. Well, they might not. I mean, they might not study Star Wars, but they'll study really um, really important sci-fi drama like Battlestar Galactica. The reimagined series, yeah, and the, and the movies, <laughs> they they were the best. I <laughs> think they were. Oh, anyway, should we talk about what's in the box? Oh, okay. Let's 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 have a look in the box. That's an iPad box, Richard. So I hope that box. it's not like an iPad that's in the graduate graveyard. Oh, so this is my graduate graveyard, and I brought it along today. And it's, yeah. in, it's in my iPad box because I was thinking I should finally throw this box away. Oh, you know? Oh no! Oh no! No! You, that is that cannot be in your gadget graveyard, Richard. Oh, it's an my heart. Apple it's Mac. <laughs> what is that doing in your gadget? You surely you have you're not throwing that out. You're not stopping using that, are you? Well, this is about my um, my my recent hate affair with yeah. Apple, um, brought on by the fact that Steve Jobs and his cronies have decided to stop supporting Java on the Apple platform. Oh, who cares? Java's irrelevant. What kind of weenies use Java nowadays? Well, a lot of developers. Um, <laughs> well, who cares about them? What I thought was really... I, I recently read an article in which someone yeah. said, oh, well, you know, the, the, the stopping supporting of Java on the, on the Apple platform was, was irrelevant because who, you know... Who's developing ha- Java? Who's developing Java applications yeah. for consuming stuff on yeah. the Mac? And I think he really missed the point, which yeah. was that a lot of developers actually use and support the Mac platform because they Absolutely. can do they their... Love it. They love it. Java development yeah, because yeah. let's be honest it's never been great for doing .NET development <laughs> no, uh, no it's unlikely to become it's good for Ruby I'm running some Ruby stuff on my machine it's fantastic yeah but Ruby's just a novelty language that's going to die in a couple of years <sighs> oh yeah, yeah um, no one uses Ruby <sighs> don't get me started um, so anyway that's why I put it into the gadget graveyard oh, because okay. frankly uh, whilst I'm obviously not going to actually throw this Mac out the next machine I'm going to buy is not going to be a Mac because oh. I'm going to need a device that supports and I don't want to hear anything about visualization or parallel. No, 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 no. I was actually going to say, look, why doesn't if if Sun, who I presume still are behind Java, Sun now Oracle, if they think it's such a big deal, why don't they put the effort into um, running the JVM and the JDK and everything for the Apple platform? I mean, don't they do that for Windows? Don't they do that for Linux? Don't they do that for Solaris or you know all the other Unixes? Isn't isn't it Sun who's actually behind? Uh, the JVM implementations for those platforms? Yeah, I think so, so but those, why, those why are make... reasonably open platforms and, and oh. you've got a reasonably good relationship with them, whereas I think Apple's... Open, Windows open, right, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. it's got well-published APIs, which is more <laughs> than you can say for Apple's. Oh, jeez. So anyway, that you're, little fondle slab's you've going... You've become a bit of an Apple hater. Oh, I'm, I'm over Apple, actually. So I've got an iPhone that doesn't work particularly well. I've got an well, Apple Mac that's one. not going to support Java. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, though, on the, on the upside, um, I have had some success with my Apple TV. Right. Tell me about um, that. Yeah. So I needed to modify my network. So so I went through the traditional things that you would look at. So I upgraded my firmware. Right. Um, and then I configured the network to try and make it uh, easier for the Apple TV to connect. Yes. Uh, and then I went out and bought a new gateway and replaced it. Ah. So and one of those three that. things yeah. Yeah. solved the problem. Right. Um, How much did that cost I'm you? I'm kind of thinking the last one solved that problem. Yeah. So... 
So I would, yeah. So the good news is it kind of now works, and and so the okay. little utopian dream uh, sort of can sort begin, of works. Can begin, yeah. and, and it's really nice, you know, being able to control it from the from the um, from the iPad, yeah. from the iPhone and the yeah, iPad, yeah, yeah. and and from the remote and stuff. I have to say, I did I did get myself in a, a rather awkward situation the other day where it just stopped responding. It, it almost it almost felt like the device was like because I was jumping between like the remote from the front and then I went to my iPhone it. and then I and then I did something worse I used the remote on the iPhone to tell iTunes to stream back the other way using uh, AirPlay yeah, yeah. I just think it just had a sulk and yeah. said I'm not doing none of that can you can you do video AirPlay just yet or are we still waiting for the next um, you know iOS upgrade oh, there's no video no yes we're still waiting for the next oh, okay because I think that's yeah. coming out this month and when it happens, I'm going to come around your place, and I'm going to connect to your Shonky network, <laughs> and I'm going to video airplay you Ooh. to your Apple TV. Okay. I haven't actually touched one or even seen one in physical uh, life yet. Really? So I'll bring. I'll if it's not working, but then I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring it around in the gadget, in the gadget graveyard. graveyard. I can go with yeah. the Mac. Okay, yeah. so th- this was more of a um, kind of virtual gadget graveyard. Then you're not really ditching no. that machine. But the Macos is dead for me. It's dead to you. Yeah. Steve Jobs did to you. I'm sure I could get him to email you and tell you that it's all. I don't account. want an email from Steve Jobs because, frankly, they're not very nice. You know, they're a little fun. bit short. They're a bit terse. Aren't short, they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're overreacting, frankly, and I don't see why you don't just virtualize and just run it in a you know Windows VM and do your stuff there. You know, well, then I might as well just get a Windows like 8 machine, which will be about when I replace it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You're with all be, the cool you, new features that'll be in Windows 8. If you're going to be like that with your dual-core Atom processor. Yeah. I've got a dual-core Atom processor. <laughs> exactly. That's my whole point. <laughs> That's not very good. <laughs> hey, uh, you know how people have been using chess as the kind of de facto, you know, artificial intelligence proving ground? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, like IBM. Blue, did, yeah. yeah. Was it Big Blue or Deep Blue? Deep or Blue. Deep Blue. I don't know. Something. Deep Big Blue? Yeah. Yeah, was it a movie? <laughs> um, I was reading that I think it was on Gadget actually that they're now looking to use Starcraft as an artificial intelligence proving ground, which is hard for me because I actually don't even know how to play Starcraft. I know vaguely what it is and that it's you know something you need to be a, somewhat of a savant and uh, an octopus to actually be good at and right. sort of have real. It's like a it's like twitch. a game game version of Battlestar Galactica, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is, yeah. but without the soap opera. Ah, cool. Yeah. Oh, should be yeah. good. Now, you, I mean, you're, you're into those sorts of games, aren't you? Those um, I play, real-time strategy I play, type Yeah, game. I played Warcraft. That. The original, no world of, just Warcraft. Oh, I didn't even just know. Just me and the machine. Right, okay. Yeah, not connected to the world. Is Starcraft and Warcraft... Oh, look, pardon my ignorance about gaming of this type. I only do ones. Yeah, they're both from yeah. Blizzard, I think. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So which frankly yeah. did Diablo, which was the piece de resistance. All right. See, I am completely ignorant of this whole area of gaming. Okay. Pretty much, unless is it, that why you brought it up so that we can just well, yeah, feel kind sorry of, for you? Yeah. yeah. No, and also I thought it was really interesting that you know that there's a sort of new area of gaming where they're doing artificial intelligence um, experimentation, and they feel that this is a, a better place to um, to test out, you know, heuristics and uh, machine learning and you know scripting and stuff. Because I, I can't I can't play StarCraft, so clearly the machine will beat me at that. Yeah. I might have had a little bit of a chance. So they're like grandmasters of StarCraft. I suppose I, they I would so. be when they'd be they're ranking guys. Yeah. They're definitely Korean guys. They've right. got the, like the you know, Asian kind of uh, twitch uh, reflexes and things. Right. Yeah. So oh, okay. no, I'd, I'd, Interesting. you should give it a go. You don't play the Warcraft stuff anymore then or Star No. No, I've yeah. got tough games. <laughs> I would like to see them do artificial intelligence for Counter-Strike because then I could actually maybe 
run those scripts as if they were me and I actually might be able to get up in the rankings that's true when we that's play because yeah. it's humiliating at the moment yeah. hey oh, look I, a, you know, a colleague of mine at work actually just bought uh, one of the moves the PlayStation Move. moves I didn't realise they were, that they kind of use a camera to just follow the light and that's what the ah, slightly disturbing yeah. thing on the top that makes it look that wouldn't be odd. Richard would it that no, no 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 somebody else yeah. uh, okay. Chris uh, and um, yeah, so I, I was Did kind of fascinated. He, he didn't. He wouldn't set it up for me though to, no? to actually show. No. Oh, he's obviously not proud of it. But that kind of shows that it's yeah. not dissimilar to you know the Microsoft Connect, except for the fact that Connect doesn't actually have a wow. actually have something. It just kind of follows you. Uh, it's got a camera. It follows yeah, but it's got a camera. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but what I was kind of surprised was that the PlayStation's camera based as well, as opposed right, to, to the Wii, which is yeah, yeah based on RF. So. I'm just wondering whether we're going to see some crossover between uh, those gaming console. You know innovations and the phone platforms. So I want to see the mashup connect with Winfo, right? And yep. I want to see the mashup move with PSP phone. What kind of, kind of abominations could we create from those sorts of uh, unholy? You know, well, I guess you could do. You could, you could end up with like a gesture based phone. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I gesture at my phone all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that'd I, be I quite interesting. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, especially if they want to take the gaming to the phone platform, which clearly they want to do because that's. You know, people want a game on their phones. That's right. People are doing that. There is a market for that. Presumably, after they've you know moved to three D. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually had someone uh, ask me the other day. Said, "Oh, Richard, what do you what do you think about these three D TVs?" And of course, I had to go on the big rant. Yeah. Uh, and he said, "Oh, I think I'll wait." I said, yeah, I, I think you should. Uh, normally, they say awkward pause, and they go, "I just bought one." Yeah. yeah. No, actually, I did wonder um, when I was saying that. I was thought, "Oh, actually, I should ask you." Actually, why you're asking? Yeah. Uh, before I actually Too go late. off you're on the yeah, yeah, and then and you know rubbish it. James Cameron reckons it's going to be like another ten years before we have glassless three D. Uh, so yeah. Oh, what does he know? No. What, yeah, ten what years would be enough know? for him to make another film, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hey, have Chinese people been accessing your Gmail? Um, I don't think so. Yours? Uh, no, but apparently they've been accessing lots of other people's Gmail and. I don't think that's on. I I would have thought. I mean, everything I hear that the Chinese are really busy building Apple products. <laughs> they don't. They don't have time. Apple, Apple knockoffs. They actually. shouldn't have time to be hacking Gmail. Gmail accounts. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just, it's just one of those things. I've yet to meet someone, and actually, there's a lot of Chinese people in the world. So I could have figured that sooner or later, I'm going to meet someone who's actually been hacked, um, you know, by a Chinese person. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But not you. If any of our readers have been hacked in terms of having their Gmail accessed by uh, people from mainland China, we'd be very interested in hearing about that. We would, <laughs> and so so please go to the blog site and, and email email us. Yeah, yeah, but don't like attract any problems to our. Blog oh site, yeah, no. actually, because we use Gmail for the Ministry of Geek yeah. uh, thing. So actually, yeah. no, feel no. free to hack that because there's nothing in there. <laughs> there's nothing in there. Yeah, I was thinking of running a poll, Richard, because with WordPress being our blogging platform, it's quite easy to run a poll. Right, but I I didn't really know whether our listeners actually would be interested in. Uh, having polls so right. I was thinking maybe we should set up a poll to ask our listeners whether they'd be interested in polling yeah um, and I don't know, it's kind of getting a little bit recursive and yeah. uh, you know my head started to hurt but you know what do you think would you would you be into that I don't know I, well I don't know whether I don't know whether I'd vote in a poll to whether or not I would like to be polled <laughs> I guess if I yeah. don't vote then the answer is no I don't like polls well no not so voting not, not voting's not really the same as voting no it's just like you know, in general elections, really, isn't it? Yeah. No. No. No, because in elections they don't have a yes or no, do they? they? Just have a vote for somebody. Yeah. 
But polls generally have. Hey, let's let's <laughs> let's let's put in a poll, and if nobody votes, then you'll know that nobody likes yeah. polls. Yeah. Well, okay, people, we're going to put a poll at some stage when I get round to it on onto the blog, and this is a, it gives an invitation to our listeners to actually visit the blog and have a look. We only ever put things up there when we actually post yeah. um, these podcasts, and we don't actually use it to engage with people. Hey, maybe we can yeah. ask. Yeah. Whether you would rather have a sonic screwdriver. Or a or lightsaber. Saber. Now, is a real one know, or a it toy? But this wasn't actually. This wasn't my, my original question. wasn't Would you like to have one? It was which is more geeky to have on your desk. Or oh, true. As a so, toy. which would be more geeky to have on your desk? A, a toy lightsaber or a toy sonic screwdriver? Well, ge- geeky or dorky? I would say the sonic screwdriver. For which geeky or dorky? Well, both. Okay, I'll say both. Mm. Okay, um, because a lightsaber is just cool. You know, you can't make a lightsaber dumb, dorky, nerdy, bad in any way. It's just inherently cool if you had a real one. And I reckon people are more people... No, no, we're talking about a toy one. We're talking about a real one. Yeah, well, more people are working on toy lightsabers, right, than... Well, actually, I think the following thing is who's who's working on real ones of these? Who's actually trying to create a real lightsaber versus who's actually trying to create a real sonic screwdriver? I know the functional requirements for a lightsaber. As I've shown and proven uh, earlier today... I've got no idea what a sonic screwdriver does, so I couldn't even try and invent one. So I think you're, re- you're extra dorky and nerdy if you were trying to make a sonic screwdriver. Right. <laughs> does, is there any of that clear anymore? Did I mention how rubbish Battlestar Galactica was? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I think, uh, I think we're done. We've done the gadget graveyard. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, and this is starting to tear out into uh, dangerous territory yeah. between you and I, Richard. Okay. Very dangerous. Uh, Hey, it's been great geeking out with you. We're the Ministry of Geek.